0: I'm John David Birdall. and I'm Zach Holman, and this is Comic Space, the only place in the whole galaxy where you can tune in, where you can geek out, and where you can learn something new about comics every week. it you've made it to the second episode of comic space 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm john I'm with Zach and Zach do we get to do that each time now every time we say comic oh. space it has to be space,
1: space. Oh, oh god no I hope not because i don't <laughs> think my voice can i don't think my voice and my ego can take it we oh. we need the sound effect to make it just that much more cool okay because when we do it it's it's not cool it's sort of like you know, Nick Cage in Ghost Rider. When he points the finger at somebody, it's not cool. But when he's Ghost Rider, that's yeah. cool. Okay. <laughs> See, when we do it, it's not cool. But when we add the sound effect, that's when it becomes cool. Yes. It's like, okay, now we can tip our hat off to you. Otherwise, you're just coming off as. This- um, so, hello again, sir. In hello. this second podcast that we're doing, yes. number two. So this is going to be a thing now isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, uh, okay, so we're under contract. We, we can't get out of it now even if we want to. Nope. Um, we're, we're stuck in this and... Oh boy.
0: Um, yeah, totally like the Defiant Ones. We are handcuffed together. We are manacled together. We are stuck together. You and I. For the rest of our lives. Zach, it is so great to be talking to you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and when you paint such a lovely picture, how can I not enjoy it? Yes. Um, you they're know, this far from being Siamese, twi- Siamese twins, mm-hmm. um, which is always a, a wonderful image. Um, so, but yes, hello again, sir, in the oh. second podcast. And um, what
0: were you talking about today? Oh, okay, so as far as I know, we're gonna be, there's gonna be some speculation we were gonna be bringing up. I mean, this podcast is about us geeking out. It's about you geeking out, you know, that had come up it's about comics it's it's totally about yes the industry of comics the art of comics the craft of comics and how fun they can be right zach
1: basically anything and everything that's associated with comics where it's comics themselves writing comics uh doing artwork um comics in the news movies related about comics is all about comics in this space uh on the the cloud um that's what we're about and that's what we're going to bring to you and we're going to do it in as fun as a way as we can and that we know how
0: yes and so right now i'm going to bring up comics in 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 so much that i do have a tattoo okay i've got a i've got a reverse slash tattoo that i got in that was done in 2006 okay that was well before you and i had met zach yeah yeah and so what were we doing before then my goodness, what were we talking about before we were talking to each other?
1: <laughs> oh, I was just a lonely little boy um, back in, the, in BFE, Indiana, just just wondering what am I going to do with my life, <laughs> um, which is not far off, actually, because um, this is before we even met, and I, yeah, this was actually before we actually met in college, because we met in, um, I started college in 08. I was a late bloomer because I had no choice. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I actually, I don't, did we actually meet in 08? Because I know I start. we started college, I started college in 08. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't meet you right off, off the bat. I think it was that second semester, so it had to be in 09. Could have been.
0: Could've been yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. Now that predates us, your your reverse flash tattoo. Mm -hmm. So and
0: I got it because um, of the
1: colors. Okay, colors, yes, the The colors,
0: colors. the (laughs) colors, (laughs) Uh, the black and the red, you know, because I had thought it's like, you know, the white and the yellow under the flashes insignia, you know, yeah, I just I wasn't certain if it was going to show up on this arm here or really be that visible or something like that. It was the first tattoo I had ever received a girlfriend and I. Well she had said, We're getting tattoos. This is gonna be happening. So we just went and got some I just picked something in a flash. <laughs> but um
1: <laughs> Yeah, your favorite character. So yeah, it makes sure. sense.
0: Yeah, I had read those comics. I had read those comics so much because when I was a kid, or I suppose when I was smaller, because I'm still a kid, um Yeah, At I heart. running Ooh. really tough for me, my kneecaps didn't fit into the joints. Ah. Um, uh, like the patellas didn't fit into the joint of the, the knee. And yeah, so that's not fun. Yeah, and so I really couldn't run. And our father had purchased Flash comic books, uh, as far as I know, to really just uh, let me know hey, here's a character, all he does is run. And I suppose, like thinking about it now, it's like, thanks, Dad.
1: <laughs> but no, really, salt in the wound right there, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> I guess
0: so, you know? But it was really kind of like, you know, if you, as far as I know, he was really thinking about me and thinking about, you know, encouraging me, you know, you can do this. And here's a character all he does is this you know and you can do it too and i actually you know through physical therapy and whatnot yes i can run you know and i can run rather well
1: um run but- josh run, <laughs> T- run! <laughs> as the as the stints fall off your leg and yes, you yes. run like yeah. the lightning
0: yeah mm-hmm. so, um and so yeah, I picked that. I picked this tattoo because of the colors. Okay, I really wasn't thinking about it at all. What this tattoo would mean. Okay, I just got it. Um, and later in life. Okay. Um, and, I, and I don't know if you have had this experience too, but some sometimes something we just get randomly, or something that happens spontaneously, much later, has so much meaning to it. You know, such a such an incredible like resonance to it and this tattoo for me is that okay so the reverse flash all right he he is a character uh airbot thawne okay being from the future and he just idolized the flash and loved the flash at least in the comics that i had read okay i'm not going to kind of what's coming yeah so yeah what i had read he idolized him and yeah he just wanted to be the flash he was obsessed.
1: He was obsessed with The Flash. And he still is, isn't he? Right, Zach? Yeah, it's sort of like uh, an obsession that's gone into like a bitter relationship. You know, almost a resentment. It's like, I can't be you with you still around. So in order to complete this cycle, you have to leave. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be gone, you have to be dead. And then I will truly be The Flash because I can't do it when you're still here. It's
0: just, that's disgusting. Thank you, thank you for yeah. bringing that mm-hmm. up. and so yeah, very, very said, toxic. Yeah, it's toxic. That's the word. That's the word. It's toxic. And so um, I, I, so I got to know that character. Okay, Reverse Flash, Professor Zoom, you know, and what in what I had read, he was he was trying to be friendly with the Flash. You know, he was kind of like, I, I love you, I care about you. You know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you be a better hero. I'm your best friend. And so i'm going to kill people who mean something to you you know and if you can stop me i've made you a better hero you know because i care you know? and it's <laughs> yeah. like and so i've met people like that zach have you met people like that
1: um i have definitely had people in my life that have had a, a negative view on it um no. and try to write it off as um well this is the way the world is and i'm like no no it's just a, a a very dark perspective a POV of the world around them and it's like no it, that's that's not how I see it it's not black and white or in this case all black mm-hmm. um, it, it is very much greys and gradations yeah. um, no one's 100% perfect no one's 100% evil um, mm-hmm. it's just mostly white or or mostly black or again gradations mm-hmm so
0: yes yes and so that's what this tattoo means to me now and that's why i'm bringing it up i suppose in this podcast in this episode uh with you zach because i can talk about it a little bit and you just did talk about it so hopefully we can talk about like characters in a little bit you know in a little while you know and how characters are not just one or the other what makes great characters is you know they're complex you know they're difficult to understand what their motivations are You know, sometimes.
1: Yeah, um, you know, everyone. Marvel does a uh, uh, has a great uh, philosophy with this, even their characters. They make their heroes flawed, but their villains heroic. Um, Look at Loki; he's a prime example of you know a villain being heroic and playing off of how he is simply himself um thinking he's a hero and writing a wrong
0: uh-huh.
1: and it's the whole idea um kind of cliche at this point but it's true is no villain ever thinks himself as a villain um and this is why you know like with the brotherhood of evil mutants mm-hmm. and like x-men comics early on it's like i've heard was it chris uh chris claremont oh okay and Um, Other writers, too, just not like that title, The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, because no one's ever going to consider themselves evil. Magneto doesn't see himself as evil. He's protecting his people and, you know, taking steps to prevent another genocide like what happened with him in Auschwitz and his family and the Jews. Yes. So he's he's never going to see himself as a villain. So why would he announce himself as a villain? Um, Loki doesn't see himself as a villain. He sees himself as someone who's been wrong, and he's writing wrong, mm-hmm. especially very early on. So Doom, you know, another example. Doom doesn't think he's um, uh, Doctor Victor Von Doom. For those yeah, who I'm about
0: to ask, what like, are you talking about? Yeah.
1: If you're in comic book space, I mean, let's let's face it, you're gonna know who Doom is. Oh,
0: um, I went there. I went immediately to yeah, Victor Von n- Doom. Yeah, area, but it's still kind of like
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, Victor Von Doom is uh, another character who doesn't see himself as a, 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 a villain, a dictator. He still sees himself as a liberator because he won his country back from a, a despot. And he sees himself as being the savior. Um, he brought his people out of poverty um, and not for want. All he requires is total and absolute uh, devotion to him. And he feels that if he were to rule the world, he could bring that prosperity to uh, to the whole world. And again, he would just want your total devotion. You know, bend the knee, as the saying goes. Um, and do anything and everything I tell you to do. And I will bring you the peace and prosperity that you so long for. So it's that idea of no one is ever going to see themselves as the villain. And I think that makes a more interesting character. Yes. Yeah, um, and so I
0: ought to bring it back to this tattoo here. Because um, what you're talking about, so now it's, it, it serves as a reminder to me, you know, that some people will tell me, you know, they're trying to help me, and they actually believe that they're helping me you know, do something, or something like that. Yeah. Like or something, or whatnot. But really, you know, what's fueling them helping, you know, and I've got quotation fingers now, you know, yeah. um, is perhaps, as you'd said, resentment, you know, or perhaps it's obsession,
1: you know, or just a past trauma kind of inflicting their own views of the world, mm-hmm. you know, yes. it's, it's because of what's happened to them in the past. They had this sort of skewed perspective. Yes. So, yeah, that's definitely, uh that happens in real life and should happen in our stories.
0: Yes. So I'm going to start with this, okay? I'm going to start with this for this, I suppose, discussion that Zach and I are supposed to have. And that's, a new rumor claims that Disney Plus series Hawkeye will feature the return of Vincent D'Onofrio as daredevil villain, the Kingpin. And he probably doesn't Ooh. think is villain, right, Zach?
1: <laughs> no, again, we're going back to the whole, I'm not a villain, I'm the savior here. But yes. Sure. Ooh, this... This, this nice. is... i I like this because that whole uh netflix and i don't know at this point whether or not it's canon and again you got me doing the whole air quotations again (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) 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 yeah um but i i hope so i i really do i don't know if it's official i think at this point i haven't heard anything but if feige says so then i'm like okay But now it seems like it's not going to be the case. It is going to be like official canon. I don't know. Um, But yeah, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio just killed it as the Kingpin. And yes, what a performance. And you really, and this is a testament to Marvel and going back to how you write characters. You had sympathy for him the entire time. And you wanted him to kind of almost succeed and it's like rooting for the villain, rooting for the bad guy. You wanted him to get the girl, you kind of wanted him to, to to right this wrong um, in his life. But again, going back to what you said, you know, in regards to your tattoo, it's that negative aspect in his life is kind of skewing his perspective and going to these, these dangerous and violent means in order to get what he wants. Um, so that even though we have this sympathy for this devil, we know that what he's doing is bad. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it, it it makes the character very more compelling, very more interesting, um, and someone that we want to see. So, yeah, if he's coming up in Hawkeye, I'd be all for it.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh, Zach, I just watched the other day, or I guess rewatched the, the fight, okay, between the three characters, like Daredevil, Kingpin, and Bullseye. Oh, that was a good one. Third season of Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, my god. Oh,
1: what a great fight.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, it was so yes. visceral. You know, it was so violent, you know. And mm-hmm. there were moments. Oh, my. Okay, so there were moments where I was rooting, absolutely, I was rooting for Wilson Fisk. You know, because it's... Yeah you know, his his, his true love is there, and I was like, no, 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 Bullseye! Like, Daredevil, get Bullseye! Oh my gosh, Kingpin, get
1: Bullseye! I think there was even one point where it was just him and Bullseye going at each other, because Daredevil was knocked out or off to the side recovering and whatnot. And I think at that point, yeah, he was coming after Vanessa. And he was like, no! Um, And just sort of putting himself in harm's way in order to protect her. And it's like, that's a quality, that kind of conflicts with what we know as the King Ben, as this villain. Ooh. So it, it goes into you know the, the development of a human being, the, the different shades of a character, the different shades of Grey. He may be a bad guy, but he still has a heart. And yeah. again, it's much more compelling. And that what if it was just two villains against a, a good guy, it's not as interesting. But when you have this three-way fight, between these three individuals with their own uh, desires, their own mentality, um, their own uh, compass, moral compass, if you will. Um, it just it makes it mu- that much more interesting. And it's not just 50 50, it's who of these three characters is going to win? Are any of them going to win? You know, yeah. what's going to happen? So, but yeah, um, I, I would like to see. Um, I believe they're they're doing the Hawkeye uh series off of uh the Matt Fraction story, if I remember correctly. I haven't read which it. uh Well they're definitely using the logo for it and since uh Matt Fraction, who I've met, um, is a, a great writer, uh you should definitely look definitely look into his stuff if you haven't already. But he pretty much did this solo series of Hawkeye, and it's critically apparent. It's well thought of, well-written, well-reviewed. Um, so I think they may be using that as sort of the, the template for this. I don't know, this is a speculation, but um, the fact that they're bringing in uh, the new girl, the new um, Hawkeye in Kate Bishop, the character. Okay. Um, it's sort of Hawkeye taking her under his wing, um, to train her into becoming the, the new Hawkeye. So right. and that was sort of the setup of the series. And if that's the case, they're definitely going to be pulling elements from the Matt Fraction story. And it's just another example of how we may be getting young adventures, I hope. Because, um, yeah, because <laughs> now we have, well, we have Scott Lang's daughter, um, who is now a teenager, all grown up, thanks to the blip. Um, we now have Kate Bishop. We now have Isaiah Bradley's nephew um, and the Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, who gets to be Patriot. Um, We have Kang now coming uh, into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So with Kang, we have Iron Lad sure to show up. And we do have the twins from WandaVision. who end up there. All we have left is Hulkling, which if Secret Invasion is any indication, we're going to be having the scrolls uh, play a part. Okay. So yeah, it looks like we might be getting the Young Avengers. Okay. So, you know, fingers crossed. We need a sound effect for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Bones breaking, here's my fingers.
0: Uh, so. I was going to move on, Zach, to
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, the Flash movie. Yeah. Flashpoint.
0: Yes, the Flash movie. And so I'm at denofgeek.com, uh, uh, which is pretty, isn't that appropriate? So, you know, the Flash movie that <laughs> photos reveal Supergirl, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, and more. I'm not just going to read this article out loud, but it's just like, you know, what a thing to just imagine, okay? And that's, that's all I'm imagining. Just all of that, just all at once.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, MCU is kind of just the things that we always wish could happen, like uh, separate movies feeding into a collaboration movie with the Avengers and stuff like that. You know, before this all happened, I've had conversations with people about wishing that could happen. And people saying, oh, you're crazy. It's never going to happen. They'd never be able to pay them enough, you know, all that kind of stuff. Every. Pretty much excuse of why it would never happen, and guess what? It did. So it just opened the floodgates for everything else to happen. And with this, you know, we might actually get an older Batman, sort of like the Batman Beyond version.
0: I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, uh, it sounds to me from the articles that I read that's what they're they may be leaning to. Okay. So that would be cool. Um, Sort of what they did with, oh, um, uh, what is it? Infinite Crisis, they did with the, the TV, DC universe.
0: Oh, oh, the CW Arrowverse, right? Is that what you're talking Yeah, about?
1: the Arrowverse. Yeah, they sort of had that too when they brought in uh, Kevin Conway, the yes. voice of Batman, yes. um, in here. And sort of did like a, a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to uh, Fallen Kingdom oh. with that version of Batman in that, uh, that body harness. Oh,
0: Kingdom Come? Is
1: that what you mean? Kingdom Come. That was it. I'm sorry. I'm getting oh, my cool. there's, there's titles. So many titles.
0: And so. that's that's why yeah. we need to talk about this with each other. You know? Yeah. Like we read so much, we see so much, and it's like, oh yeah, yep, this is where it happened, and that's what's going on.
1: But yeah, uh, it seems like it's going to be formed from a lot of different ideas. So I'm I'm kind of excited. Um, I know you are. Again, being the Flash fan that you are. <laughs> um,
0: I do have a tattoo.
1: <laughs> yeah, you do have the tattoo. Yeah. Um, you got oddly one? enough, it's from the villain. But <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, how excited are you for this? And what do you want to see, being the DC fan that you are?
0: Yeah. Um, I first, it's yeah, it's going to be great to see so much happening. It's going to be great to see uh, Michael Keaton. You know, a number of actors talk about like being typecast or being worried about being typecast or something like that. And I do believe it's great to hear or find out where it's like, oh, actually, you know, this is, I I realize I've made a huge impact on the lives of fans on, you know, individuals who perhaps needed a hero or something like that, you know, or needed an idol. so so I do believe it's great to see him returning without any sort of I guess what's what are some of those words without being forced to or
1: coerced to or sort of like a resentment towards it it's like oh I'm doing this again I can't escape this character it's it's his choice it it, he wants to do it yeah so it doesn't feel like he's you know forcing to do it or uh, you know doing it for the money it's a desire to do it yes so because he likes the character Yeah. yeah
0: yes you know and we could talk about that in a bit since we were just talking about villains, you know, it's like heroes, you know, like real heroes, people who make a sacrifice. And I suppose for him, the idea of playing that character again and only being seen as that character is a sort of sacrifice, you know, Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, no, I know this means something to people, you know, and it can do some good. And so, honestly just god bless him. that's just really great yeah,
1: like yeah. Supergirl
0: girl in there too like wow that's
1: yeah that's cool. um, we're gonna have a Supergirl in there as well um, if I remember correctly um, she's going to be of uh, a different descent if I remember correctly okay. so that'll be interesting to see you know, representation great yes rock on um, I don't know have you heard of anything else I mean are they going to be is it just going to be uh, the tile Flashpoint um, and then do their own thing, or is it going to be based off of the actual story of Flashpoint? Have you heard anything about that? Like, um, story-wise, I, I some
0: people like and some people have talked to me about. Oh, it'd be it's going to be so cool to see Thomas Wayne as Batman. You know uh in that and then ben affleck's batman in there and then michael keaton's batman in there so it's like i imagine they're uh, you know what i do hope they tell their own story you know because yeah the comic book was the comic book and alan moore has talked about that you know And, and then we can talk about that too but it's like he wrote alan moore will say i wrote a comic book i didn't write a movie you know, yeah. And so the movie ought to be its own thing. Well, actually, he'll say the yeah. movie ought not to exist at all.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And <laughs> he'll say that
1: about his own work too. So yes,
0: yes, you know. But really, it's like they ought to be different. You know, and it, ought, it yeah. ought to be just a you know panel,
1: a uh, panel to buy panel, panel. Yeah. Plane, you know, parallel. Well, I mean that's yeah. That's what they kind of did, and that's why I was asking you: Are they just using the title because they did the same thing with Age of Ultron? um just using the title yeah it was an actual um comic book art um you had to deal with uh a future ultron coming back to the present and causing problems or something to that effect but they had, it was speculation before it came out oh is there actually going to do it and it's thinking Feige was like no it's just a good title we decided to use it but it's going to be its own story so it could be the same thing here it's like and they did this with the the arrow verse as well it's like they had their own flashpoint, you know, their own infinite, infinite crisis. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it, it's loosely based off of the, the comic book, but it kind of becomes its own story and its own ideas. So then that's fine. That's cool. Um, I'm all for it and it'd be, it'd be cool to see, okay, where are they taking this now? If they're just using the name, obviously, obviously it has some implications. Mm-hmm. Um, uh so let's see what they do with it and what well, run with it sure. no pun intended
0: oh my goodness oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i know i <laughs> regret so saying a foot here <laughs> yeah i regret saying it as soon as it came out of my lips it's just puns are not fun <laughs>
0: well no but that joke had legs
1: <laughs> <laughs> really fast legs really fast legs It was going really fast so fast people might have missed it
0: zach Zach okay I'm punctuating it <laughs> I'm punctuating yeah. the beginning of this okay with John, John. your name and say my name yeah you're saying my name John Zach John Zach. Uh, what Zach. <laughs> <What up? laughs> yeah, um, I found this article okay I'm just gonna read the title of it and perhaps I'll bring up parts of it or something like that but you were talking about villains not seeing themselves as villains you know and that's what makes them perhaps so human, right? Human and three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so- in Interesting, American, yeah. What was that? Interesting. Yes, interesting. Compelling. Mm-hmm. And so in Scientific American, it's got this article, perspective drives our interpretation of heroes and villains in history. Capes, masks. Is there a real difference between heroes and villains? And, and so it's like, okay, writing stories, I guess we could talk about writing stories, but I'm really talking about character. Either. Okay, uh, not so much writing, but character, you know, and what a character, yeah, perspective or what the motivation of the character is. Does that does that make the character good or bad, you know? And are we supposed to just think in terms of good or bad? And you were saying like, no, it's like there, there are no absolutes and like major religions say that. There aren't any absolutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... In the- life,
1: there is no absolute 100% guarantee in anything. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, art should reflect life. And that's what life is. There are no guarantees there are no absolutes. There is very, very rarely black and white. It is almost like 99% of the time, just gradations, mm-hmm. um, you know, between the, the light and dark. So yeah, definitely.
0: Yes. And so since you had been talking about villains so much, I'm gonna shift it to heroes, okay? And because I had said like sacrifice, Michael Keaton sacrificing a bit to be Batman again, you know. And so, is that something that is really that really makes the hero the hero, or really shows us that that's the hero, that that individual or that character, right? Character, of course, mm-hmm. is
1: sacrificing so much, and there's really no return. Uh, mm-hmm. well, I think that would be one aspect, of it. Cool. one. It's not just necessarily one thing as much as several things, you know, it's not one word that describes you, it's words um, in a sentence, you know, that gives you a clearer idea, you know, um, Thanos sacrificed in his journey to attain the Infinity Stones, he sacrificed his adopted daughter, Um, that alone is not enough to make you a hero. Uh, he's still considered a villain, even though he was doing what he felt was right. Though mm-hmm. so it's callous and cruel, um, you know, in his mind, uh, yeah, a hero sacrifices in order to uh, uh, to achieve goals, to save the day, etc. The only difference is. Um, here he's not necessarily making the sacrifice as much as forcing someone else to sacrifice you know yeah. he's not going to gamora and saying hey would you do this for me it's going to save the world he basically threw her off the cliff and he felt bad about it because it's his daughter you know his favorite and stuff like that so it, i think that leads into like a second aspect of the hero which is selflessness. Yes. Um, Whereas with Thanos, it was more selfish. You know, he was thinking of himself. I have to do this um, in order to save the world because no one else can. No one else has the mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, if I have to hurt as many people as I can, well, you know, that's the sacrifice I have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas something like Captain America you would never make that kind uh, of decision. It's like, I'm not going to sacrifice. He's actually, I think he even said it to, uh, yeah, the vision. Yeah. It's like, we don't sacrifice. We don't trade lives. And it was later used, uh, quoted by Vision himself. It's like, we don't trade lives. Um, So again, that's the definition of of a hero-esque person. Mm -hmm. So, So, you know, yeah, just the selflessness and the sacrifice.
0: Yes. And i was just reading this here in this scientific american article i'm not going to read again the entire article but i saw this so fictional heroes are fun they have the opportunity to try things that may be out of character and still retain their core identity peter parker gets to explore his dark side as venom for example but he ultimately comes back around to spider-man with no real harm to his reputation what do you think
1: Hmm. about that well yeah it goes back to uh flawed heroes mm-hmm. and heroic villains yeah. um, it's sort of the struggle in life and again art reflecting it um, of how we it helps us relate to these characters when we understand their struggles and we can't always be 100% good all the time we make mistakes we learn from them. and if we see that in our heroes the mistakes they make uh, the stumbles, the fall, and get back up, it inspires us as well. This is why I tend to gravitate more towards the the Marvel universe as well than for the DC. Whereas, you know, like someone like Superman, you know, is always sort of circular. You know, there's not much change. He's always good. There never really seems much of a challenge outside the superficial one. And again, the nothing's absolute, there are some very interesting Superman stories out there but that seems to be the the idea, the gist um, more often than not the example of Superman, whereas you get someone like you know, with Peter Parker, he struggles um, this is always the, the theme about Peter Parker from day one that Stanley's, Stanley has said, and other writers after him, it's like his life didn't get better when he got Superman okay it just became more complicated and harder you know he wasn't a ladies man before but after he got the superheroes yeah he got ladies but you know it was even more complicated relationship he was holding down a job um all these life things that happened to us was happening to him so it's definitely making our our heroes flawed it definitely makes them more interesting and more relatable yes
0: and I'll shift this here, since you brought up Superman, okay? In this article, and this is the last bit I'm going to read, okay? Um, It it talks about villains. So that's what I'm shifting back to. Okay, villains. Yeah. Just be done. Um, It says, villains are more nuanced. They're out to undo the work of the hero, but for whose benefit? Their own? A larger population? Lex Luthor believed Superman was a threat to humanity. Whose ends did Luthor's aims really serve? Was he protecting people from a perceived extraterrestrial threat or spreading a divisive agenda for his own means? As popular as Superman was, there must have been some people who agreed with Luther.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you get into some of the, um, the comic books where it's, you know, the military because they can't control them. So you have Lois Lane's uh, father, General Lane, coming in and working with them. Um, Cadmus is another example of that you know was, yeah are they the villains because they see a potential threat here um, or you can even go as far as Batman this is why Batman so loved the, the the protocols that he's developed for each of uh, the justice Sneakers, oh. just in case because it has you know it has happened before it's oh. like what if Superman were to go rogue or get mind-controlled or something like that um, there has to be some sort of failsafe for them because you do have this battle. Um, so does that make him the villain? No. But it does make him practical and maybe less... Again, it, it's an interesting uh, debate mm-hmm. as to uh, you know who's the hero, who's the villain, who's right, who's wrong. And just, yeah. Um, Was it that Terror of Babel? Or or Babel. No. Oh, okay, yeah, however you pronounce that. Another thing that pops to mind um, in the Marvel verse is uh, Civil War. I mean, that's a clear example of who's right, who's wrong, who's the villain. There are no villains. It's just one perspective that that, that um, is conflict with another, yeah. and that what makes that's what makes interesting story and dramatic story. We can all relate to, especially over the last four years of you know debate in this country about who's right, who's wrong and stuff like that. Okay. So of course, you know, there's no debating science, there's you know, rounds, there's no debating that. So, but it's trying to get through to someone else or the idea of trying to get someone through to someone else with your idea and say, no, this is a bad idea. Government regulation, speaking as CAP, of course, uh, is a bad idea. It's going to lead to problems, but Tony coming back and saying, no us unchecked is a problem so um, it leads to the actual civil war between heroes and conflict and again no real villains or heroes in this no right or wrong they're both right they're both wrong and that makes for interesting stories so you know, good on you Mike Miller for giving us that yeah so um definite example of what we were talking about okay so that brings us to the end of the podcast Uh, thank you John again for inviting me and thank you all for listening Um, you out there in the cloud um, for listening to us ramble about our passions I hope you learned something from it Um, and got some insights and help uh for all you writers and artists your creators out there and again it's not just for comic books it can be for you know whoever's wanting to write that short story and put it out there for all to see um i hope this helps um hope that's fun along the way i do i always have fun with you john and i appreciate that um, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you have anything else to add before we close it here or yes yeah before the door closes i'll put my foot in the door here <laughs> yes before careful
0: yeah, that but, hurts i get this shot. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh you can check out what zach does on instagram uh at power to the z uh you can check out what i do on facebook uh at really john david and then uh, we do have an email for this podcast uh, for this give season. them the email yep and that's comics ba- <laughs> that's great nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> 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 yes i will i will give them the email and that's series at gmail.com so do go ahead and email us um, and let us know what your thoughts are let us know what your stories are oh man yeah yeah so many people have so many stories to tell
1: yes if you got any subject matter that you like to hear us talk about or give your two cents we'd be happy to hear it if we get enough yeah we can end up even you know um, discussing them on this podcast towards the end you know um, that could be fun going through your um, emails or questions um, and if nothing else just say hey i like this um, keep it up we we like that positive affirmation reinforcement um, of what we're doing that you know people like it so please if nothing else just say hey i like it keep it up so all right well thank you again um and we will catch you next time on comic space space